Welcome back, guys, to another roundtable. My name is Adam. Once again, with me, Rusmin. Hello. And Victor. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, before we dive into our roundtable, I just want to say thank you so much for being a subscriber to this channel. We're twenty-five thousand subscribers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you know, three handsome young men talking about stocks and investments. Yep. Twenty-five thousand of you just listening to us, and think I think that's incredible. So today we're going to talk about um, Tencent selling their stake in C three billion. Uh, Divestment, and of course they also uh, kind of like gave away their JD stake to uh, Tencent shareholders as well. Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna talk about this. I mean, I think this this piece of news has been around for some time already, but we want to cover uh, cover this for this roundtable and what it means if you're a Tencent shareholder or a JD shareholder or a C shareholder. All right. Yeah. So quick details of the sale. You know what did Tencent sell and give away? Okay, so for the first part, uh, I think initially the first news that we heard was that Tencent was giving out JD shares as a form of dividend in species. Okay, so what this means is that if you are the shareholders of Tencent, for every 21 shares that you own, you'll be entitled to one JD shares. Okay, okay. so uh, typically Tencent is traded in a lot size in Hong Kong, is about 100 shares. Okay, so most shareholders, I mean, if you buy one lot of Tencent, you should own uh, maybe four shares okay so you're gonna end up with some odd shares okay. <laughs> that uh, you're gonna have hard time selling okay so uh, this news basically uh, the Tencent shareholder will receive this as a form of uh, dividends okay so uh, and why of course uh, Tencent uh, sell this stake uh, mainly because I think they did mention that uh, um, the JD itself has actually matured in terms of investment because uh, no, you look at the Tencent investment portfolio, right? I mean, they do have a strategy where they do invest, they do a lot of VC, actually, venture, venture capitalist style of uh, investment where they look out for potential companies that are growing very fast and then they actually requires a lot of capital. So they took a stick in them, they give them the capital. Of course, on top of that, uh, you know, we all know Tencent is WeChat uh, and you know, in China, they call it Weixing. Weixing, I think, is very popular in China. They've got more, well, close to a, a billion in terms of uh, monthly, uh, monthly active users. Uh, so that will allow uh, you know, investing companies of Tencent to actually access or tap into you know, Tencent, the whole ecosystem. Right? So they've got a lot of resources. So they're typically the first or number one choice for you know, VC funds. Okay, Because if I have Tencent as my investor, I can do yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, you feel great to get a big boy <laughs> looking out for you, right? Big brother. Yeah, yeah, so in fact, up to today, I think they have close to, they invested more than 1,000 other companies mm -hmm. uh, around the world uh, for Tencent. Bar of it is actually in China. And that value, I think, is about more than a trillion in revenue. Okay, so it's huge in terms of the quantum. So when they invested in JD in the early days, they, they treated it as a partner to you know compete with Alibaba, right? So mm -hmm. Alibaba is very strong in China, Taobao. Uh, and of course, their team. Okay, so they by partnering with I think JD, they it allows uh, Tencent to have uh, you know a uh, more within their own ecosystem. Okay, then of course come al along the way you have Pintoto, right? And then uh, quite so the new format of uh, live streaming, right? So I think. Till today, uh, basically the official statement they did, they did say that you know they have actually reached a maturity for JD investment, so they decided to actually uh, unlock it and by basically paying out as a special dividend to the shareholders. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was the official theory statement. number one. Yeah, theory number one. Okay. okay. What's theory number two then? <laughs> it's because of the Chinese government. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about what about that? So I think there were a lot of uh, guesses uh, where I think the regulatory. You know, environment yeah. in China now is actually very intense. So Tencent has a lot of influence uh, across their uh, investing companies. Okay, so they invested in so many companies. Uh, in fact, if you look at the top, some of the top uh, investment portfolio that they have in their portfolio are companies like your C, okay, which is basically Southeast Asia market. Uh, and then you have your Meituan, you have your uh, P, 
Pintodo, JD, of course, and then of course, then the rest are uh, outside of China. Uh, and some of it are still within China, like a quite show, Billy Billy. Right. So these are you know, very big companies in China and they're quite influential in a way. So uh, as China continues to crack down anti monopoly law and all that, so I think uh, they were basically saying that, you know, uh, China, uh, Tencent is under pressure basically to divest some of these companies so that they don't have you know, so much influence on this company. Okay, it could so be like a preemptive move, right? Before like, yeah. the government, Chinese government comes down hard on Tencent, yep. you can just like kind of like trim away your stake and say, you know, it's not anti uh, monopoly anyway. I yes. mean, it's not, mono- it's yeah. not a monopoly because I, I don't have stakes in these companies or yeah. reduce them. So in a way, they took the initiative to do that. Okay. okay. So that could be one of the possible reasons. But again, the official statement, basically they say it's mature. Okay. Right? Basically, when they say mature, the growth is limited. Right? Okay. And then mm-hmm. they wanted to diversify it out and then put the cap- capital to a better use. Okay. So in this case, they actually pay as a dividends for shareholders. Okay. So, uh, and as a portfolio uh, managers, uh, of course, if I look at Tencent, you know, uh, the competition landscape in e-commerce in China is actually getting more and more competitive. Your new players coming in, I think your uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok or ByteDance, uh, mm-hmm. where they actually have this uh, live streaming format, which is getting a lot, a lot of popularity in China. So that kind of like, you know, make JD will be in a tougher position to compete moving forward. I think so, live streaming yeah. in China is just tremendous. It's crazy <laughs> yep. how much yeah. you can sell just live streaming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've, we have like, you know, <laughs> stories in Singapore of like people doing, doing live streaming. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's like small, small potatoes yeah. compared yeah. to what's happening in China. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, how, how much did you sell in one billions, day? Billions. You know, billions, right? Yeah, Li Jiaqi is one of the lifts. I think they even sell helicopter or something. Or helicopter? Li- who's going to buy a helicopter? Or, or uh, one of the rocket, 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 rocket. Right. rocket oh, okay. <laughs> no, what, a real rocket? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, take it to a rocket, uh, right? It's just amazing. It's just yeah. something that's so unique to, yeah. I think, China or Asia maybe. You can sell anything, I think, on live stream. So entertaining and it really moves the numbers. Yeah, so e-commerce market is actually getting more and more competitive there so I think maybe from the you know investment point of view this investment is getting more and more competitive so in the future it may be tougher for them to win market share or you know, get the kind of growth that they expect them to get but they cannot, if it's no longer the case so they may actually divest it in that way okay, okay. so those are few reasons why I think Tencent have uh, divested yeah so, so that's for JD so yeah. what about C so uh, C okay so C basically is a company that I think we did talk about about sometimes back, I think yeah. more than a year yep. plus ago, right? About C. So C is a Southeast Asian company. So I think they are very popular, you know, when it comes to Shopee. So I use Shopee. I think most of us do. Uh, and of course, then of course they also have uh, G Arena, uh, which is a game distribution platform. They also have their own uh, publishing house uh, where they publishes a game title called Free Fire, which is very popular. I think across the world. Uh, and so. They recently also made the announcement that uh, they wanted to, you know, that there was a portion of uh, uh, C stake. I think yeah, about a couple three billion, of billion. I think. Th- yep, yeah, three billion. Three, three billion. billion. Yeah. So a couple yeah. of percentage there. Okay. Basically, from, they reduced from twenty one percent, twenty one point three percent to eighteen point seven percent. Yeah. So yeah, okay. two three percent of. Uh, so basically, they they unlock some value out of it. Okay. And then they keep the rest. They, they basically mentioned that they will keep the rest and then to let it continue to run. Okay. Because okay. C still has a lot of headroom to grow. Right. They are entering into you know Latin America. They are entering into uh, India market. So there are a lot of revenue for them to grow very quickly. And you know, the proceed from C, they wanted to use it as to fund a new investment and also for their social initiatives. Right. So I think we have heard the news that uh, Tencent actually made the announcement of to commit about 100 billions uh, to help basically to uh, 
support the government policy for common prosperity. Yeah, okay. billion renminbi. Yeah. Renminbi, yeah, okay. which is I think on par with Alibaba. Okay, so these two are the biggest. Uh, some people call it donator mm. for social causes, but don't see it as uh, that's why a lot of uh, team being played out by uh, I mean American investors. Uh, but the way I see it, I think this is uh, an investment where they can actually align with the government policy, where they can actually go in to support some of the area where the government is looking to to build mm -hmm. right so by investing in this area i think that will eventually they will get a return also from from that aspect okay so it will not be the money where they just give away and that's it they don't benefit anything yeah so that's something that i think i think is it, 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 eventually for the future capex uh, i like actually think it's a good thing that yeah. if, i always think it is a good thing that private companies and governments work together to build stuff i yes. think it, it helps because yeah. sometimes if you just go all private I mean, this is this is my opinion anyway. You know, when if you just go all private, you're just looking for profit all the time. Yep. But as a government entity, sometimes you, I mean, in Singapore, we have like some operations where, you know, the government works with private enterprises to build things. And I think it's a, it's a good common ground. So in China, they're kind of like doing the same thing where it's common prosperity. They want to raise the floor for everyone in China through yeah. these initiatives. And Tencent is a big part of that. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's a way to, I guess, get on the good side of the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for this for this divestment, I think there's nothing on the board for Tencent as shareholders, right? Because yeah. uh, you don't get anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, I think upon this news, I think there were a lot of uh, selling pressure Pressure's across uh, Chinese uh, companies, uh, especially those uh, owned by Tencent, uh, because uh, people were actually kind of expecting that, you know, mm. Tencent will continue to do the same thing with Pintoto or Meituan by giving up shares to the shareholders or divest them off. So uh, they, market started selling them mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah alright so I mean I think uh, one of the things about this deal is of course uh, I just want to bring this back to the JD deal yeah so you're going to receive uh, we are all 10 cent shareholders here yep yes. so we're going to receive some um uh, JD shares. JD shares. JD share, yeah. So, what would you do with the JD shares if you once you get them? Um, I think unless you are owning in the multiples of uh, two thousand one hundred shares, basically twenty one lots of ten cent, which is quite a big size, uh, big quantum. I think five figures at least, uh, <laughs> uh, in sing dollars. Uh, uh, you, you will not. I think most of us will get ended up with odd shares. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you, let's say, own 21,100 shares, let's say uh, you may get, I mean, two lots of uh, JD, right? Uh, one lot of JD is about 50 shares, okay, which you can trade in the normal market. Otherwise, below that is basically all your odd shares. Now. Okay, so generally, I think uh, this quantum for anyone who, let's say, own one or two lots of 10 cents, right? I think it's going to be a very tiny amount, right? Okay. A few hundred uh, bucks, and it's odd share, and it's going to be very hard for you to sell. And yeah. then you have the brokerage fees yep. to consider and all that. It may not actually make sense. Yeah. Usually, it does not make sense. Yeah. 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 Like, so, what let's, would you do? You uh, let's say, for in our case, I think we may own uh, you know, some of the shares are actually in the normal lot size of uh, JD in quantity. Uh, I think for us, we probably will continue to hold uh, JD because JD still has its own runway to go. I think in the logistic market in China, it's also still uh, expanding, and JD is also entering into uh, some of the, you know, the, the group buying, like the one that actually being deployed by Pintoto, Jingxi, uh, okay, which has been getting a lot of popularity in China, right? It's, it's basically the answer for JD to Pintoto. It kind of like clone exactly what Pintoto has done, and Pintoto has actually become very successful in China, right? One of the e-commerce players there, the third largest. Right. Yeah. So you basically just kind of hold on to it because JD is a decent company in your opinion. 
Uh, it's a decent company. I think just look at them as the Amazon Prime, right? Without the subscription, but in terms of service uh, and quality, uh, basically the feedback among Chinese, they love JD, right? Okay. Because the service is tip top. So you're happy to hold on to that uh, investment yep. in JD? Yes. Yeah. Even I mean, it's just a small exposure yeah, to yep, it. Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't for some people. I mean, if you're a retail investor, you don't own maybe you don't own like millions in. Uh, ten cent doesn't really make sense to sell whatever small yep. yeah. orders that you have. Yeah. But, right. but I think of course, uh, those who who still holding on to JD, you can expect some volatility in JD okay. because uh, definitely there's will be some selling pressure because um, some people who owns the JD share really don't want the JD share, okay, so yeah. they will. And when you sell in mm. the odd lot market, mm. the spread is very very big. Yeah. yeah. So there's maybe some, but if you believe in the long term, you think it's okay. I think. You just write the volatility. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's not there's not much of. I mean, you just got this free, free. Inside, yeah. in a yeah. sense, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, ten cent, basically is re. I think is re, they're kind of rebalancing their portfolio. Yep. Yeah. Very successful VC, yeah. in their own right. And you know, uh, but some people could see, like you said, some of the there was selling pressure across some of the Chinese, uh, stocks as well because JD was like moving all these uh, yes. stocks out. So if you were let's say, uh, JD. <laughs> or C shareholder, how would you feel about Tencent, you know, reducing their stakes and all that stuff? Um, I think for, let's start off with maybe uh, uh, why Tencent sell, right? So mm. I think one of my take is that they wanted to realize the investment portfolio they have, okay? Because it has been underappreciated by the market. Uh, and by doing that, they um, unlock you know, value. Unlock the value. And of course the market started to perceive them that, you know, this, this big shareholders is going to unload the these companies like C, JD, and then they, that's where it created the panic selling. Okay, so some investor of C and JD may start to panic because the biggest shareholders is getting out. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. and uh, of course not entirely for C because they just reduce the stake. That's all. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you are an investor of uh, C, all right, uh, I think uh, generally if you believe the C future, you should be you know continuing to hold on to the share regardless of whether uh, major shareholders there's any changes on that. And in fact. And when it comes to working relationship with Tencent and uh, uh, C, basically Tencent has some some of the games title that actually being uh, distributed by the G Arena. Okay, so that anger alone, I think uh, uh, it likely I don't think it will affect the relationship moving forward. Okay, for that's for one and second uh, for. G Arena, so called the C uh, Shopee. I think that's one of the big part. I don't think there's any impact from Tencent mm-hmm. not getting out as a shareholder or reducing yep. their stake. Okay. Yeah. So there's a very limited impact for the C shareholders. JD, on the other hand, may also have a very minimal impact in that aspect. Okay. So I don't think as a shareholder you should be panicking about it. Like, and they still continue working together yep. on WeChat yeah. and stuff like that, right? Yes, they yeah. probably will continue to spend ads on uh, WeChat itself. That's for JD because uh, for C, they are they are mostly you no know, why Tencent. Invest in them because they have exposure in Southeast Asian market yeah. and it's almost like a distribution uh, game platform just like Tencent in China now they have want to extension in Southeast Asian market yeah. okay. through C itself yeah, yeah. Uh, basically so I think C is the dominating player in terms of the Southeast Asia market in, in terms mm-hmm. of e-commerce but then I think we also need to also look on the risk side because I, if you were to look at Alibaba recent I think investor day they, they actually announced that they're going to ramp up a lot on their Lazada, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because Lazada has been losing, you know, to, Shopee. to Shopee for a long time after after the transition of uh, Alibaba acquiring uh, Lazada in 2016. So you, you can see that uh, Lazada has been sitting the bad seat because I think Rusmin got shared before, I think in one of the videos said that 
uh, our past video in yep. Shopee. Say that I remember Shopee that. a lot yeah. of a lot of like discounts yeah. and all this, right? but <laughs> Lazada totally don't have, you know. Yeah. So I switched from Lazada to Shopee, and that's what exactly Rusmin said, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So they have been sitting on the back seat, but then now they tell you moving forward the next few years they're going to ramp up their G GMV, you know. So right now, right now their latest twelve month GMV is about twenty one billion for Lazada. Mm -hmm. Shopee is about fifty six billion. So Lazada want to aim one hundred billion in the next few years, you know. Okay. So we can expect more competition for for C moving forward. So okay, but then of course the good thing about C is that, like Rusmin said, they they not only in the e-commerce but they also got the Garina and the Garina is actually the profitable business. Yeah. And it's funding the growth of all these e-commerce. But then in the end, I think, uh, you can expect uh volatility moving forward uh, for uh Shopee. I would say. Okay. Yeah, I mean competition is heating up. Yeah, I think correct. post COVID, everyone can just see how convenient it is to just like I buy everything online nowadays myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so so correct. easy. And so moreover, yeah. because uh, Alibaba, they want to focus a lot on their international as compared to their China, you know, yeah. because of the clampdowns and all this. So yeah. there's there's a lot of uh competition coming in. All so right. I think uh, for basically the investors of uh, C, they don't invest in C mini because uh, Tencent. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think that shouldn't affect the thesis unless there is a change in their thinking of the C in the future. Like the idea of going to India may not be a good move. Okay. Right. Some things that they don't like, then of course they have to reconsider selling it. All right. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the takeaway from this roundtable is that you shouldn't be influenced by the big boys. Correct. Yeah. Whether it's they're buying or selling. I mean, yeah. yes, it's good information to know about. But sometimes you don't really know the reasons for them buying yeah. or selling because it's not fully transparent. Yeah. Yeah. On reasons, they can give an official statement. Yeah. But that's what it is. And yeah. all the times, I mean, every single time when you buy, it should be just based on your own Correct. research, investment thesis, and whether it fits your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you want to own JDC, whatever it is. Correct. Yeah. And moreover, sometimes maybe when all these big players, when they sell, maybe like Ruth's been saying, they want to rebalance the portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. probably depress the share price that give you an opportunity to, to look at them. Yeah. 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 So so that's another way you can look at. Yeah. Yeah. So don't blindly follow the big boys. It's just yeah. information. Yeah. Make use of it in the way that makes sense for you. But yeah, you shouldn't be buying and selling based on what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's just entirely different, different yeah. portfolios, different goals and all that. So if you are thinking of, uh, you know, you know, as a JD or um, C shareholder, whether this means anything to you, we think the long-term prospects are essentially more or less the same. Yeah, but of course, competition is going to heat yeah. up. Heat yeah. up, yeah. yeah. Again, that that will depend on each of the company. Like JD has its own competition. C is also has yeah. own competition and yeah. opportunity, right? So right. it's something that, of course, this video we can't cover everything. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. to talk about, and of course, as a ten cent shareholder, you get um, uh, JD shares as well, yep. and it's up to you what you want to do with them. So for us, we're just going to hold on to them because it's not going to be a huge yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. not just going to keep it in a portfolio. All right, so that's a wrap up for this roundtable. Just wanted to cover this piece of news about ten cent visa. V, um, JD and C uh, and just talk about it alright thank you so much for listening to this roundtable if you like the podcast feel free to follow and of course if there's a YouTube version of this podcast as well do check us out on YouTube uh, just search for the fifth person and we'll see this uh, you know this discussion as well in video as well so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you around